You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Ten minutes after nine South African time. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening. Well, it's still not raining. And the rain hasn't come as yet here in Johannesburg, here in the land of Asia, Lanasia. And I see that it's, it's still raining in, in Marisburg, in Escort, in... Uh, I see Maputo, it's raining. I see Durban. Uh, I don't know about Lady Smith, but of course, our beloved Honorable Familia to Lustad. Uh, well, inshallah, let us know if it's drizzling, raining, windy or not. Well, just here in Lanasia, it's just overcast, but the rain is just not coming. Maybe there's something wrong that we are doing. It just does not want to come. But anyway, it's time for our discussion every Thursday night between 9 to 10. Myself and our beloved, honorable, respected Fabila Tulustad, Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim Damad Barakatuhum, all the way from Ladysmith. Our topic this evening is being united. Let us all be united. Are we all united? How come we are not united? How come there's no unity? You know exactly what I'm talking about, my wonderful listeners. How come there's no unity in where? First, we'll say, how come there's no unity in the Ummah of Nabi Kareem Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Number one. Number two, how come there is no unity amongst who? Amongst relatives, amongst family members? I see there's a question just came in right now from um, Pochepston. Uh, listener says, Molana, I don't want to mention my name, but please address this issue to our beloved Molana Salim Karim. I find it very, very difficult to keep unity amongst my siblings as it's only one side, one-sided. Well, I get punished for not trying hard enough. Ustad, welcome to the show this evening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ulana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban. Indeed, a beautiful night. Raat wahi raat hai. Wa teri yaad mein guzar jai. That night is absolutely blessed and mubarak if we could spend it in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I see you are complaining that there's no rain. Uh-huh, okay, let me tell you something, Mulana, about barakah. You know the presence of pious servants of Allah, awliya Allah. Mm. And one time Allah ta'ala through the elders of the community and the masoom children. Many times Allah wants to destroy a town or a city. Mm. And the angels say to Bari Ta'ala, Rabbul Alameen, they are masoom children in that town or that city. Allah, they are elders, senior in age. Allah Ta'ala says, turn the azab away. So the presence of pious people, elderly people, and masoom children, in society and in the community is indeed a great rahmah from Allah. Allahu Akbar. We don't appreciate this, Mulana. Yes. We don't value it. So, you know when a great alim comes to your town or city, Mulana, in the olden days, people would rush to go and greet and take du'as. Yes. They would take their masum children for du'a and banka. You know when Imam Bukhari, rahmatullah alayhi, when he was being banished and the king of that zamana was actually asking him to leave. And the people cried because they knew the, the personality, the piety, mm. the maqam and status of Imam Bukhari, rahmatullah alayhi. 
So as he was being pushed out of the city, mm-hmm. what mothers did, Malana, they took their children and threw them up in the air. Allah. So that they could get a glimpse of this great wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we have no respect, no qadr. Allah ki hum qadr In the eyes of Allah, we have become worthless. So let's become worthy now. And how are we going to achieve it? Mm. So just on that beautiful note, Mulana, that you are crying for rain, and rain is indeed a rahmah. And Budur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam described, you know, my ummah is like the rain. You know, when it starts to rain, there's rahmat and khair. And in pouring also, it is rahmat and khair. So subhanallah, every aspect of a Muslim is khair and barak. Mm. Is that how do we extract the khair and the goodness from a person? So, you know, there was a great alim and wali of Allah. Everyone was waiting for him. Very well learned. So it was rainy. So a shayr said, <laughs> Ustad, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Molana. Okay, okay, just repeat yourself, Ustad. I said, you know, when pious servants and pious ulama, mm-hmm. when they come to a gathering, the nuraniyat, the spirituality, the barakah, and the knowledge that's going to flow out, the marifat of Allah mm. that's going to come through, is so, so beneficial. So a shair was saying that, you know, we don't really appreciate the presence of awliya Allah. Mm. So it was raining. And obviously when it rains, Murana, sometimes the programs get postponed mm-hmm. or sometimes it's canceled. So this shair was also anxious to see this great wali of Allah. So he's addressing the clouds. Abre karam. Oh, clouds full of rain, full of mercy. Itna nabaras, don't rain so much ke wo anasake. That the person can't come. Or jab ajaye. And when he comes to the gathering, itna baras, rain so much ke wo janasake. That he cannot return. So when you feel the spirituality, Mulana, the marifat and nur of pious people, ulama, salaha. Mm-hmm. And remember, Mulana, when we speak, it's not only about men. Mulana, they are very, very pious sisters in Islam. If you look at them outwardly, Mulana, you may think, MashaAllah, such beautiful. Gee. But when they start talking to Allah at night, mm-hmm. Mulana, they cry and talk to Allah Ta'ala in such a way. So we must always take cognizance that amongst us, even in today's time, in our town, mm-hmm. in our city, even in Lanesia, Mulana, mm-hmm. there are pious ladies and sisters who are really mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's favorite. So that being the introduction, mm. why there isn't unity as the brother phrased the question? Mm. So it's well said. Relationships never die a natural death. On another relationship, brother and sister, mother and daughter, father and son, grandparents and mm-hmm. grandchildren, asatiza, neighbors, alhamdulillah. It's a relationship. So when does this relationship 
disappear. For my relationship never dies a natural. They are murdered by ego, attitude, and ignorance. I don't know, wherever you see disunity in families, see, one thing, you know, after the demise of your father mm-hmm. and mother, the eldest brother's status is like the father. His responsibility and duty is to unite the family. Mm-hmm. Brothers and sisters, no favoritism, no picking and choosing. The status that Allah has given to him, he needs to fully administrate that. So what destroys the relationship, Morana? It's ego. I have so much of ego in me that there is no one better than me, smarter than me. Always, if you want unity, always think that the person in front of me is better than me. Hmm. If you can adapt that type of attitude, that the person in front of me, never mind who he is, he may be an ordinary folk, Hmm. he may be a scholar, but as far as I'm concerned, that he's better than me. Allahumma ja'alni fi ayni sagheera. Allah, in my eyes, humble me. Make me an ordinary person. Yes, mm. in the eyes of people, Allah, grant me respect. But in my eyes, Allah, make me a humble person. Mm. Oh Allah, make me in my own eyes <coughs> a simple and humble person. And in the eyes of Allah, in the eyes of people, oh Allah, Grant me respect. Second thing is attitude. Anna, why do we have to show attitude? Rasulullah said to us very clearly that when you meet your Muslim brother or sister, meet them with a smiling face. Mm. The person who greets first is right. But we all have attitude, Morana. We wait for people to greet us. Or we do selective greeting. When there's a group of people, and maybe some person is standing there in that group you don't agree with or you dislike. Mm. Now, to point a finger indirectly, you will take your other friend's name and say, Assalamu alaikum, Yusuf, or Ibrahim. And you leave that other individual out. That's attitude is wrong. When you see a group of people, greet all of them. And thirdly is ignorance. We don't have shari knowledge. We don't know what is adab. We don't know what is akhlaq. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min ilmin la yanfa. Allah protect me from such knowledge. That is not beneficial. So we need to educate our families, Mawlana. One of the duties of the husband, besides feeding and clothing mm. and looking after his wife and children, is to educate them. Because she is the first university. Now let's see how we can correct the wrong, Mulana, and foster unity. Let's go back to the Quran. Mm-hmm. How can you make society beneficial? How can you create unity, respect, and dignity? So 
So let's go first to Surah Hujarat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Innamal mu'minuna ikhwatun fa'aslihu bayna akhwaykum. وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا يَسْتَرْخَوْمٌ مِّنْ قَوْمٍ عَسَىٰ أَنْ يَكُونُوا خَيْرًا مِّنْهُمْ وَلَا نِسَاءٌ مِّنْ آئِنْ ولا تلمذوا أنفسكم ولا تنابذوا بالألقاب بئس الاسم الفسوق بعد الإيمان ومن لم يتب فأولئك هم الظالمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا جتنبوا كثيرا من الظن إن بعض الظن إثم ولا تجسسوا ولا تجسسوا ولا يغضب بعضكم بعضا أيحب أحدكم أن يأكل لحم أخيه أن يأكل لحم أخيه ميتا فكرهتموه واتقوا الله إن الله تواب الرحيم May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq Such a beautiful ayat We must study Surah Hujarat What's up, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Molana. Uh, uh, I think we're losing you a bit there, Ustad. So I don't know if it's the lines or something like that. Ustad, you All may right. continue. Okay, Molana. Inshallah, if we as the Muslim Ummah study Surah Hujarat in the 26th Sifara, the 49th Surah, it will teach us how to behave as Muslims and as insan. As I read to you the ayat, which my, my, my breath is not so strong, so please excuse me. It's okay, Ustaji. So Allah Ta'ala says, Fatabayyanu. First and foremost, you see, Monana, you see, rumors is the worst thing that can happen. Sure. And social media is one of the biggest culprits because everybody wants to put that I send this message first. Forwarding messages without investigating. And see what Allah is saying to you in the Quran. If you want to live in a happy society, don't just listen to any rumor mm. or any message without verification. Mm. Investigate it, Morana, check and mm. double check with people. First thing. Number two, for aslihu. Musalmano ki darmiyan sula karao. 
fight with each other, but Mawlana, who's making the effort to go and make peace between those two brothers, those two sisters, or those two families? Mawlana, nobody. Who's working hard to go and make peace between the husband and wife, mother and daughter, father and son? Allah Park is saying, for aslihu bayna akhwayn. You want to live with unity, harmony. First thing Allah Park said, when any rumor or any message comes through, go and investigate it thoroughly before you broadcast it. Mm. Number two, Allah Park is saying, Go and foster peace between two fighting people. Number three, Allah Park is saying, and when you go and make peace, insaf se kam liya karo. Never let favoritism overtake you. Don't be one-sided because he speaks my language or he comes from my village or he's my friend, I'll favor him. No. Allah Pak is saying, wa'ap saitu insaf se kam liya karo. This is where judges, magistrates, Public prosecutors should learn from the Quran. Irrespective, no favor, no fear. When you stand up for justice, let me give you an example in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It will show you that how just Islam is. We all know in Islam, if you steal. Mm your hand will be amputated. The punishment, tilka hududullah wala ta'ataduha. This is the instruction of Allah. These are the boundaries and jurisdictions that Allah has set. Mm. And don't transgress it. So a lady, Fatima bin Tayyip, she was from a very noble family and she committed a theft. But because she came from a very noble family, the family members decided that let's go and plead her case by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam for a lesser punishment. Instead of cutting her hand, amputating her hand, maybe they should sit, sit her on a donkey and let her go through the town. It will be a, a great embarrassment, but to lose your hand, it's absolutely disastrous. So they decided the person that can do this, who's closest to Rasulullah? Is Hadrat Zaid, Zaid ibn Harissa. So it always happens that if I want to get through to Mulana, I must speak to somebody who's close to Mulana. At least he can talk on my behalf and I'll get something done. It's normal. normal. Mm-hmm. So they decided, let's speak to Hadrat Zaid ibn Harissa to ask him to go to Rasulullah and on behalf of the family plead the case. And he went. And when he did this, Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went red in the face with anger and said to him, how dare you ask me to change the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is Fatima bin somebody. Wallahi, if it was Fatima bin Muhammad, my own daughter, laqata'atu yadaha. This is what Islam is. And what love Rasulullah had for Hadrat Fatima. It tells you the degree of justice in Islam. Huck. That wallahi, if it, my, it was my daughter Fatima, 
radiyallahu ta'ala anha stole, laqata'atu yadaha, I would have definitely amputated a hand. So, Mulana, it doesn't mean you're a president or you're a prime minister yes, or you're a government minister or you're a Mulana sahab. You are above the law. You must stand for justice. And Islam is very clear. Mm. If I bring a case against you, Mulana, Shariat says, to bring the witnesses. Bring your witnesses. You see, in Islam, the justice system is so simple. Not this long for five years, six years, and spend millions and trillions of rand and waste taxpayers' money. Islam is straightforward. To the point, Ustad. You brought a case against me. You bring the witnesses and prove your point. If I don't have witnesses, whoever you have accused will swear qasam. Okay, wallahi, whatever this person is accusing me of, I did not do it. I can hold the Quran mm. and swear in the name of Allah. Wallahi, I didn't do this. And the Qazi will make the judgment. So first, investigate all rumors and messages. The number two, foster love and muhabbat, arbitrate and bring about peace between two fighting factions. Number three, and execute justice when you called upon. This is a big problem in our society. You see, some people, Allah created them deformed. Mm. Allah created them handicapped. And Allah created you and me 100% fit. Everything is perfect. You have no right whatsoever to mock and poke fun at anybody, whether by action, whether by words, or whether by eyes. You know, sometimes, Monana, with eyes, I make ishara to you. I wink my eyes to you. Uh (laughs) I'm not saying nothing, but I'm winking my eyes to you. Monana, I'm making big eyes to you. Uh, Just to draw your attention. Allah Park is making it very clear. لا يسخر قوم and this has become a norm in society, Mulana. We mock people who are blind. We mock people who are crippled. We mock people who have some deformity. Allah. Allah. In fact, you're supposed to read a dua when you see somebody with some deformities and some disabilities, and this dua must be read softly. Alhamdulillah alladhi Afani All praise is due to Allah who has protected me from what you are going through. Mm. So, 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 Ustad, what's, what's the way forward? How do we, 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 do, do we bring this, this, uh, you know, we're speaking about being united, having that unity, uh, you know, in the Ummah of Nabi Kareem Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Uh, there's a question that came in right now, Ustad, about a minute and a half ago. Uh, Mulana Salim, my family will never be united. I'm repeating the statement again, never be united until our sister brings back our father's inheritance. She is a greedy dog. She's living it up. Hell with her. It's, no, no, it says here, hell with you, big sister. 
he will rot in hell. I mean, I mean, Ustad, this is a serious thing. Because, Ustad, if you're not going to distribute that inheritance, the family will never ever be the same, Ustad. Morana, this is what I'm saying. We as parents, when we make out our will, uh-huh. Morana, please consult with the ulama. Consult with a lawyer to make that will Sharia compliant. Uh-huh. One, Number two, Bonana, who do we elect and select as the executor of that estate? Bonana, the executor is not just a flower piece there for beauty and name and fame. His duty is an amanet to make sure that this estate is resolved, sorted out, and the heirs are given their rightful share. Mm. So we choose the wrong executors. And some of us got this habit that we manipulate our fathers that because I worked in the business for so long, this younger brother just came now. Or the sister says, I'm the eldest sister. I did everything. I, I washed you. Gee, I took you to the toilet. Gee, mm. I sent you to school. I was working with Papa in them in the shop. I spent and sacrificed my whole life. So I need to be compensated. So I'm going to take the bulk of the shit. The Quran is saying very clear. <laughs> Don't eat the rights. Don't usurp the rights of orphans. You'll be eating fire. See? And on the day of Qiyamah, Allah will put a garland of fire around your neck. So you'll get away in this dunya. So some alim should intervene, inshallah. Try and speak to this elder sister. And okay, he's using very harsh words. We shouldn't do that. Okay, I mean, when you are angry also, there has to be some degree of... Or the brothers or the rest of the heirs should consult with a lawyer, with an alim, inshallah, to re-look at the distribution account and inshallah correct it and give the heirs their rightful share. Mm, mm, mm. Before you close your eyes and then straight to Jahannam. So let's say, Ustad, it's, 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 it's so many years have gone already, so many years. But Ustad, you know, between you and I, Ustad, they, <laughs> I know there are people listening to us right now, but there are yeah. people out there, Ustad, they, they, they're living a life in denial. In, they know it's wrong. They know it's going to... I mean, Ustad, listen to this one here. I must tell you this. Listen to this one, Ustad. Um, uh, dear Morana Salim, you mentioned about the rumor earlier on. Rumors went around that my own sister was having an affair with my husband. I trust my sister, Malana Salim. I trust my sister wouldn't do that. It says here, it's 11 years. It's 11 years the family is torn apart. No unity at all. My own, my own small sister even left the country. She's now living in Dubai. How do we correct all this? I miss my small sister, uh, Malana Salim, just because of a rumor. Can some listeners help us? It's really taking a toll on me. I'm the elder sister. Now look at that to start. A small rumor. This is what is happening, Monana. Two weeks ago when I was in hospital. Uh-huh. And just before Juma Salah, I'm, I'm driving to the masjid. And somebody sends a message that Monana Salim Karim passed away. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi. My family, my wife, my children, we all stunned because they know nothing. And people are phoning me, and when I answered the phone, they got stunned because now how does a dead man speak? 
people don't realize, Mulana, what it does to an individual. Mulana, you could put somebody into shock. Somebody can get a heart attack. There are so many things that can happen. And these are things that we should not play with, Mulana. Mm. And as again, the sister is saying, just because of a rumor, Mulana, it's also my job. You know, if I hear a rumor, mm. I must go and investigate it. You know, when they made accusations against Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, mm. these munafikin. Indeed. Huzuri Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam set up an, an, an inquiry to find out about Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, Mulana, it's a normal thing. But Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made sure to find out the actual truth. And the actual truth was, it was lies, it was fabricated, it was made up to hurt Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala always used to make fakhar that my nikah was made in Jannat and Allah ta'ala announced my freedom, my innocence in the Quran. Al-Khabithatu lil-Khabithina wal-Khabithuna lil-Khabithat Wa-Tayyibatu lil-Tayyibina wa-Tayyibuna lil-Tayyibat Ula'aika mubarra'una mimma yakulun Lahum maghfiratun wa rizkun kareem Lapak sent Hadrat Jibrail with Wahi. Go to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and read these ayats. A chaste woman is for a chaste man mm. and an unchaste woman is for an unchaste man. Mm. Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala is absolutely innocent. So when Hadrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala heard this verse, he went to Hadrat Aisha who was crying. For one whole month, she was sick. She cried her heart out. Mm. She was gone so weak. She, so when this clearance came from Allah Rabbul Alameen, Hadrat Abu Bakr rushed to Hadrat, Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, and she says, get up and go and make salam to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Aapke liye khushkhabri aur basharat aagai. Allah has sent a special message about your innocence in the Quran. Go. Go up to Rasulullah mm. and thank him. Allahu Akbar. Farmai ki aurato ki andar naaz hoti You see, women, they got naaz in them. She said, no, I won't go. I spoke to my Allah for one month. I cried by him. I'm going to thank my Allah first. Haq. Mm. Mulana, it's a very touching story and we'll talk about it one day. But what I'm saying is, Mulana, rumors... As the sister said, it has destroyed a relationship. False rumors, Mulana. And Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah's lanat is on those who spread r- rumors and who go and, in- and instigate couples to break up that marriage. Allah's lanat and curse is We don't realize that, Mulana, sake of making dua, trying to make the homework, we want to break it. We want to instigate. We want to create false rumors so that the husband or the wife will believe it. And this is also, Mulana, foolish of the husband or foolish of the wife that any Tom, Dick and Harry comes with any information yes, and I accept it and we react mm. on it, Mulana. Sake of being cool-headed. Let me investigate who said this, where is this coming from, where is the source of this, this whole rumor. Mm. Let me investigate it. 
And after thorough investigation, then you come up to a conclusion. And on the third side, Rasul Pak Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, a brother-in-law is like death. Alhamdulillah. Mm. This is a very big worry that the sister-in-law and brother-in-law, my wife, I love her so much. Mm. But tomorrow, and this is what happens, we become extra friendly with our sister-in-laws and she's younger. Maybe she's more beautiful. Maybe she's more smarter. And with the pretext that she's my wife's sister, I show her muhabbat. I give her favors. I buy her gifts. And I start praising her. A kam says, dusra kam, or pir jahannam. Astaghfirullah. So alhamu mawtun, Rasulullah said, her brother-in-law is like death. Stay far away and observe the rules of parada. But you think, Ustad, there are cases like that, Ustad? Plenty, Murana, plenty. Astaghfirullah. I got, I got one case where the guy is married to both the sisters. Inna lillahi wa inna. What children from both the sisters is haram. Antajmawu bayna al-ukhtayn. It's haram to marry two sisters at one time. Yes, the one sister is divorced. After that, you can marry the other sister. So one on a, on a lighter note, so the one, one friend said to his friend, you divorced the one sister. Gee, why are you marrying the other sister? He said, it's easier to deal with one mother-in-law. Allahu Akbar. Mm. Okay, so <laughs> you cannot marry aunt and niece together because they all come from the same womb. Family ties, it's haram. Auntie and niece, you cannot put them together and get married. You cannot marry two sisters. As I said, if the one sister passes away, mm. alhamdulillah, you can marry the other sister. But today it's happening. Molana, Hazrat Mufti Sahib had explained the other day. Gee. People are giving three talaqs left, right, and center. Yes, we start. They're still living in a relationship. Children are born out of it. Molana, that is zina, mm. haram. Mm. Those mm. children are all illegitimate. Every minute that they are being together, Allah's azab is descending upon them. And it's a unanimous decision of all four. It's not one talaq. Mm. And we have so many couples, Mulana. They, they need to make tawbah. Yes, they need to correct those marriages before they leave this dunya. And Ustad, you're right, Ustad. There, there, there are couples as well that I know. And they say that Allah is the most merciful and most forgiving. When it suits them, then we say, Rasulullah said, there's no listening to anybody in the disobedience of Allah. Allahu Akbar. Whether it's your sheikh, your ustad, your father, whoever it is. If it's against shariat, shariat made it clear, la ta'ada. There's no obedience in the disobedience of Allah. So, Allah make it easy for that sister. Obviously, being the elder sister, her heart is broken. She's missing her sibling. We must make dua that Allah Ta'ala open some doors for them. They could, somebody could intervene, inshallah. What, what's your solution, Ustad? What, what's your solution? Do we get the small sister from Dubai? Do we call yes. her in? Ji, Ustad. Yes, Mulana, we can get her telephone number. Bring her on A. She, mm. she can remain anonymous. No problem. Let us give her some nasihat. Or maybe off A, we can call yes, her. Ustad. Mulana, you, myself. Mm. Put the sister on, on, on speakerphone. Let's try and see if we can bring the two sisters together. Mm. Because, Mulana... Family ties is one of the greatest form of ibadat. Rasulullah said, if you want Allah to give you barakah and a long life, then keep up family ties. Those who break ties with you, 
you mentize with them. Even if you are 100% right, it's no fault of yours. The other person is guilty as hell. But Shariat says the one who extends the hand of friendship first and makes mark, Allah will raise the darajat and grant them Jannah. So somebody should try in the family to clear once again this rumor and correct the facts so that at least these sisters can, inshallah, be on speaking terms. Inshallah. May Allah make it easy for them. Allahumma alif bayna qulubihim. May Allah unite their hearts. Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah uh, 0847863132 There are messages coming in I see somebody says here uh, I'm also from Maritzburg uh, We were one happy family uh, Honorable Molana Salim We were one happy family We all used to be together, travel together And today there isn't that anymore We are just not united uh, Dear Molana Salim Ustad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so beautifully described the unity and the feeling of happiness, sadness, mm. and joy. And Rasulullah sallallahu said, the whole Muslim ummah is like one body. Olana, if you have a toothache, uh-huh. how small is a teeth or a tooth? But the whole body is in excruciating pain. Olana, you have a small boil. Olana, you won't sleep the whole night. You are restless. Sure. So likewise, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said, if your Muslim brother or sister is in pain, gee, it must shake the whole Muslim world, the whole Muslim ummah. And we are not worried about it. Astaghfirullah. It's like the Muslim ummah, Rasulullah said, like how you build a wall, Murana, brick on brick. And if you pull one brick out, what happens? Eventually, that building will collapse. So Islam is talking about unity. Do not compromise your principles. I'm not saying you must compromise your sharia. I'm saying be tolerant. If you can make peace, be the first one to extend the hand of peace. So your question was quite right for tonight, Mulana. Okay, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. Why is it that we can't be united? As I said to you in the morning, Bayan, there's two things. One is our nafs and one is shaitan. The other thing is pride and the second thing is hatred. If you really want peace, to hasad se Stay far away from Hasad. I'm envious. I'm jealous. Mm. So Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Allahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ad-dunya kulluha mata'a wa khayru mata'i dunya al-mar'atu sadiha. For the pleasure of everything in this world, the most valuable asset that Allah has given to you is a pious wife. So, let's see what are the most three wonderful qualities Allah gave Mubarak to. Who are these three people? Mulana, it's nice when you get married, give people Mubarak Baat. I know how easy it is. You don't have to take big, big, what you call uh, presents and go, Barakallahu lak. 
Follow the sunnah of Rasulullah. Whenever there's a nikah, Munana, when you're performing, just take one packet of kajur with you. Mm-hmm. After you finish making the nikah, just take that kajur, inshallah, and throw it. In every direction, whoever gets, subhanallah, Allah Ta'ala make it easy. So, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said, congratulations to three people. Mm. Who is it? Whoever Allah Park gave Islam ki hidayat nasib The greatest thing that Allah has given us, Iman. Iman supposed to unite us. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Is the uniting factor. Not wealth, not status. It is the power of La ilaha illallah. Tawheed. So Mubarak Baad. Whoever Allah has given the hidayat of Islam. Allah has given you limited resources. You have a plate of food to eat. Be like the birds. MashaAllah, mm. the early birds catch the worm, as they say in English. You hear them at 4 o'clock in the morning. And those who got pigeons in their homes or in the area, you'll find, and you are used to feed them. Allah ki makhluk pukhana kilao. All this mm. bread that you throw in the dustbin from the duster khan, collect it. Leave it outside. The bones, inshallah, the cats will come and eat it. The, 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 the bread or the crumbs, inshallah, these birds will come and eat it. But we throw all that in the dustbin. That's why when you sit on the duster khan, many of us got bones. Just keep it one side. And collect it. As I said, there are other creations of Allah who can eat and benefit from it. But you and I should make shukar to Allah. According to our necessity, Allah has given us food to eat. Mubarak ba to you. Make shukar to Allah. That Allah never sent me to bed hungry. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> that house that has got vinegar, that house that has got kajur, is a house that is full of Allah's mercy. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> and the third thing. You know, Mulana, to be content with whatever Allah has given Why must I why must I must be jealous? What is jealousy? And one is that envious. There's two there's a difference between jealousy and being envious. Envious means like somebody who reads Quran every day and you make a niyat, Allah, I want to become like that person and read Quran every day. Allah, I want to be that person who's giving charity every day. Allah, I want to be that person who's all the time going in the path of Allah. Allah, I want make me like that person. There's nothing wrong with that. As Rasulullah said, La hasada illa fisnaim. There is no jealousy but in two issues. Hmm. Number one, Rajulun atahullahul mal. Is the person who Allah has given wealth, and that individual is spending it in the path of Allah day and night. There are so many generous people in our society, even after the looting. Gee, 
They're still generous. Allah. They're still feeding the people who hurt them. Mm. The very same customers who burn their shops are standing at their door for bread and for a, for a liter of milk for their children. But this is what Islam teaches you. In Allah Allah is going to test you. Somebody has come to your door. Is your enemy. So do you chase him away? What do you do? And that's the beauty. So I was saying that there's only room to be envious in Islam on two individuals. Number one is a person who Allah has given wealth. And he, day and night, whenever you see him, he's just doing charitable work. No name, no fame, no banners, no cameras. You want to give a charity, give without cameras. Because that lady who is the recipient, she's somebody's mother. She's somebody's daughter. She's somebody's sister. And she is a Park Daman Bahaya lady. No, no, no. You want to take a photograph, their backs are facing you. That's a different matter. You're saying you want it for record purposes. But Allah, seeing that you are delivering this, gee. So give your charity without a camera. You want Allah to accept the charity. You may not agree with me or you may say things about me. It's fine. Give your charity without the camera. And then see what Allah gives to that person multifold. Because then it shows that I have done it for the pleasure of Allah. And Najulun Atahullahul Quran is the person who Allah has given the gift of the Quran and he's reciting the Quran day and night. Allah make me like that person. Hmm. I see so, uh, uh, Ustad, before you mention the next point, uh, let me just pose this question uh, from Fortsburg. Uh, it says here, Mulana Salim, why are the ulama's fighting? There's no unity amongst the ulama. My son is an alim, but he's not recognized because he's not an Indian. Shame on you, senior ulama, anonymous mother, Ustad. Mulana, Allahu Akbar. Hmm, hmm. I read you the ayat, Innamul Mu'minuna Ikhwatan. Whether you are black or you are white. What was Rasulullah's jihad? Was fighting racism. Allahu Akbar. You could see, read the history of Hadrat Bilal. Hadrat Julaibib radiallahu ta'ala. A black sahabi. Flat nose, big lips. And the Rasulullah asked him, Ya Julaibib, Tum shadi nahi karte ho. Why aren't you not getting married? He said, Ya Rasulullah, look at me, I'm black. Look at my features. Which blue-blooded Arab is going to give me their daughter? Sure. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, go to that Sahabi's house and take my name and tell them I sent you for a proposal for their daughter. So Hazrat Jurebib radiallahu ta'ala goes to that house. He knocks at the door, he greets the Sahabi and conveys Rasulullah sallam and he breaks the news that I have come here, sent by Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to ask your, your daughter's hand in nikah. Now, you can imagine, Hadrat Julaibib, dark, as I said, the features are not so handsome. And the father obviously shocked. What answer does he give? So he said, let me go and ask inside, ask the mother. The mother says the same thing. No, it's not possible. Gee. 
the daughter is listening to the conversation of the father and mother mm. uh, regarding the Sahabi Hadrat Zulaybib radiallahu ta'ala. She comes out and she says to her father and mother, Abba and Ami, I have only one question to ask you. I want to know who's the personality that sent the Sahabi to your door. Please tell me that. Mm. So they all said, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sent him to ask your hand in marriage. So there's a beautiful word somebody translated. The daughter said, Don't look at the person who came, which is Hadrat Julaybib radiallahu ta'ala. Look at the person who sent you. And who sent him? Rahmatul lil alameen. Shafiul muznabeen. Rahmatul lil alameen. So do you think that Rasulullah will send a proposal for me, not knowing? Gee, definitely not. So she said, I'm prepared, inshallah, to make nikah. And the parents went back to Rasulullah and apologized. And Rasulullah made the nikah. And they were the most happiest couple in Medina. But also it's happening there way, way. That is true, Mulana. Mm. As I said to you, we as the Indian ulama. Astaghfirullah. Mm. I'm, I'm the first one. Mulana, we are racist. Yes. I'm not mm. saying all. Mulana Abdul Razak, Rahmatullah, may Allah fill his cover with noor. Mm. A million times he said this in the early 60s and 1958. And those who are alive and listening will remember Mulana in Pretoria, in Queen Street, in Pretoria. In all the, in, in the Joburg and inshallah in the, in, in the Transvaal, Molana used to come lecturing and told the Muslims of, of South Africa 50 years ago, she conveyed the message of Islam to the indigenous brothers. Sure. Win them over. Treat them as your own brothers. Look after them. Allah. Educate them. Today we could have been at least a force to reckon with. It's too late now. She, but we don't give up hope. Hey, Muslimano, mayus mat kareyraho. Don't stand it despondent. Allah bohod barmai. We can still start the effort, and alhamdulillah, the effort is working. Alhamdulillah, in every town, every area, alhamdulillah, there's effort. But if we started this 50 years ago, wallahi respected brother, we could have been a very strong Muslim ummah to reckon with. Ya Allah. Yes, that mother of that. That Alim, obviously she's, she's sad and she's upset because how we treat them as third-class citizens. Onana, we don't want to give them to make imamat. Onana, we don't want to make them the chairman of, right, of the organization. Right. We don't right. want to make them a majid committee or any, any Islamic organization. No, your job is just to answer there by the reception and you just drive the vehicle, go and offload it and come. Astaghfirullah. So that mother, to some degree, is justified. If we are not going to pull up ourselves and rightfully give our indigenous ulama the platform, they are brilliant professors amongst them. They are brilliant students amongst them. They are lawyers, doctors, professors. Who gives you the right to judge them? So the price we are going to pay if we're going to carry on like this in South Africa. So Alhamdulillah, the Muslim Ummah is still doing its best. And I pray to Allah Ta'ala, I love to see this. 
that one day, inshallah, the indigenous brothers and ulama will be in the forefront of the struggle of Islam and true representatives of the Muslims of South Africa. Mm. I hope to live to see that. So may Allah Ta'ala give that mother sabr. Abba, you made sacrifice for your son. You did it for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't worry about what people say about your son. As long as Allah is happy, and you give him your du'as. Inshallah, and that alim should never lose hope. He should carry on. Inshallah. Just carry on. Don't stop. Allah will give you that status. If you humble yourself for the pleasure of Allah, Allah will raise your status. Mm. Allah, but Ustad, let's leave it there. Inshallah, we're going to uh, terminate the program. There are many questions still coming in. People want to know that um, Malana Salim Karim sent us the podcast. Let the, our family listen to this uh, 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 advice that you gave us this evening. Maybe perhaps it will change some listeners' hearts. Ustad, I hope, Molana, that Inshallah we can, you know, forget our differences. Life is so short, Molana. How can I meet my Allah? Allah. And I accept. I expect Allah to show. ungrateful and so oppressive to Allah's bandas. How do you expect Allah's forgiveness, Mulana, when you have been treating Allah's servant so badly? Mm. So if you want Allah to show you his fuzzle and karam and forgiveness, be good to insan, mm. whether it's a Muslim or a non-Muslim. Show them insaniyat. Win people with akhlaq, not with money and influence. Mm. Win people with akhlaq. It's how you behave and how you treat them. Wallahi, Mulana, it's such a pleasure mm. when you treat people with respect and the respect that they give you in return. Mm. Mulana, we have made at home. We have garden boys at home. We have staff at the shop. Mulana, some of them just cry because the boss says, you eat with me on the table. You eat with me on the dastarkhan. On eat day, he calls that, that staff, bring your wife and your children this is how you're going to foster muhabbat and unity. We have to teach our children that we are not indifferent. We all are one. We are reciters of la ilaha illallah, Muhammad. We have to start somewhere. How are we going to do it? I'm not sure. But we have to start somewhere. To show recognition and inshallah, giving each one their rightful respect and place in society. Ustad, we leave it there, inshallah. We will, inshallah, maybe pose one or two questions on Saturday morning. Jazakumullah khairan, Ustad, requesting for du'as, inshallah, on this beautiful evening, Ustad. No problem, Mulana. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you an afiyat. Ameen. Inshallah, Allah make it easy for all of us, inshallah. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi Well, if anybody wants to the podcast, I've got about 15, 16 uh, uh, messages wanting the podcast of tonight's program, inshallah. We will be sending it out tomorrow. My engineer will be sending it to me tomorrow, inshallah. So as soon as I get the podcast, I will send it out to each and every listener of uh, the discussion of Markaz Sahaba. We leave you in love on this beautiful evening. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time. Same place on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself and brother Lakonu, Allahumma Hadina, Wahdibina, Wahdina Sajamia, Salamu Alaikum, Warahmatullahi, Wabarakatu.